I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ghana has always been a destination for Black Americans who want to rediscover their roots or build connection to the continent. It was one of the main hubs for the transatlantic slave trade, and so there's a lot of history and baggage attached to it. My family's from Ghana, and I visited a number of times ever since I was a little girl. I've noticed that in the last few years, Ghana has become a destination for a lot of young Black people across the diaspora, especially in 2019. Begin this hour with the story of an African country opening its arms to Black Americans. Ghana's tourism minister began encouraging African Americans to move there in 2019. As Black Lives Matters protests erupted, she said, "Quote: You don't have to stay where you're not wanted." Deborah Patterson. That's in part because of this initiative called the Year of Return and Beyond the Return. It's a 10-year plan meant to encourage people to return to Ghana and ultimately move there as a way to bolster the economy. But for all the buzz and press that the initiative has brought Ghana, it hasn't been without its detractors. Gameli Hamelo reported on the backlash that has accompanied the year of return for OK Africa. And so I'm sitting down with him to understand where that's coming from and why. I'm Adiza Egan. This is Vice News Reports. So I came across your article recently, Why Ghana's Renaissance Campaign is Divisive. In I read it in OK Africa, and it was touching on something that is really interesting to me. I have this kind of obsession with the travel and movement and migration of the African diaspora. And so I felt like this article touched on the tourism that has been burgeoning in the country of Ghana over the last couple of years. So that's what I wanted to focus on today, like tourism in Ghana. One thing that a lot of people who travel to Ghana say about Ghanaians is Ghanaians are very welcoming. So there's that the idea that when you come into Ghana, you know that you're going to feel at home, whether you, you have family here or not. So that's something that uh, makes Ghana the, the perfect destination for travel. And that's something that has been growing, especially in the past few years. Mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, growing up in a Ghanaian-American household, traveling back and forth to Ghana, one of the things I always hear from my family and from my relatives is, you are welcome. You are welcome, right? Welcoming is a huge part of the culture when you come. And I know it's always been a place as well for tourism because... It was the first country in sub-Saharan Africa to gain independence. You had 
you know, folks from all over the diaspora who would come to Ghana and who would establish roots there and who would come to basically come on a pilgrimage, who would come to connect to the slave castles that were there because 75% of the slave dungeons in West Africa are located in Ghana. And so, you know, when people are looking for a place that they could possibly have come from, it's it's almost a no-brainer. There's definitely something unique about this. It feels there's, there's a certain um, spiritual connection, if you will, that the people in the diaspora have whenever they visit, they visit Ghana. And I'll say that's, that's also one of the top reasons why people like to come to Ghana, because... There's, there's that connection with um, their, their ancestors. And then it, it's like, okay, let, let me just go and see the place where my forefathers came from. And then it, it encourages a lot more people to, to come to, to the country. Right. They're spreading the word. Yeah. I feel like in the last 10 years or so, I think maybe more, since I've been going to Ghana, there's just been this almost explosion, I want to say, of festivals and events and tourism, specifically around December and the holidays, where people have been going to Ghana, sending pictures, showing it on Instagram. Accra specifically has really become like the place to go. Over the years, like you mentioned, the the number of people who visit Ghana has grown to the current high number, it is starting from, say, 2019. So why do you think that the number has grown so much in the banner year of 2019? I would say the the idea to have um, the year of return. So basically, the year of return is linked to 400 years of the first um, landing of slaves in the United States. So the idea is to encourage Black people living in the diaspora to, to return to the continent, specifically to Ghana, and also to think about investing in Ghana to relocate they should think about it and see it as a viable option, something that they would, they would want to do. This has always been his dream to move back to Africa. We retired and we're living the dream. There are a lot of videos, for example, on YouTube where people say, I decided to leave wherever I was, whether it was in the UK or in the US and come to Ghana. I didn't necessarily have a plan, but I came to Ghana and then I was able to make something out of myself. So living in the US, all of the seats are taken, all the big brands are there, and we're here, the cement is wet, and you have an opportunity to create a seat at the table. So I went to Ghana in 2018, and I got to experience a little bit of December, but then I didn't go in 2019. And I just remember sitting at home and looking online, Return. We're back. We're coming back, right? Where you at? <laughs> My name is Samara Walu. I'm from Charlotte, North Carolina, but I am of Liberian descent. Um, but this is my first time actually in Ghana, and I have to say it did not disappoint. The beach is beautiful. Um, the food is delicious. I had a jacket for the first time, and I'm pretty sure I'm obsessed. I would encourage anyone and everyone, if you have the opportunity, to come out here and visit. It just felt like everyone was in Ghana. You would see this celebrity. You'd see Naomi Campbell. you see all Diggy Simmons. You saw Real Housewives. Like, everyone was in Ghana taking these big group pictures, looking so happy. 
You can't first time in Africa, and you know I had to run into this guy right here. Right. <laughs> hey, Kyle, let me tell you something. Everybody in America is watching my timeline. Tell all the black folks why they should come to Ghana, Africa, period. Just come to Africa, period, man. Come find your space and get in while it's early. I'm telling yes. you, I don't want to wait until it's too late. Having a high-profile person tweet or post on Instagram that they were in Ghana, in a lot of ways, provides advertising for the country that the country is not even paying for. And some of this amount to millions of dollars. And Ghana is getting it for free because they've been able to um, encourage people to visit the country and create a fear of missing out if you're not in the country. And that's that's been generally good for, for, for the governments and for the country. Mm-hmm. So that was all in 2019? Yes. And then, so you mentioned that it, it spread. So what happened after that? So in 2019, seeing how successful um, the year of return was, the government decided to um, build on the success that was achieved with Beyond the Return. So Beyond the Return is a 10-year event that aims to build on the success that was achieved in 2019. So let's talk about the numbers for a second. Like, what is to be gained here with this marketing campaign? So the idea is generally to have people visit the country and... Per the records available, the, the the thinking is at least a million people came into Ghana in the year 2019. And the projection is that by 2037, at least 8 million people would come into the country year on year. So that's something that would generally be good for the country of Ghana and its um, economy. So in the next five years, the number of tourists would go from 1 million to 8 million. That's a lot. But for all of the attention and financial investment that's come with the tourists, some Ghanaians are not happy with this new image of Ghana and what it might represent. That's after the break. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. So to go back to the beyond the return, did you talk to anyone who worked for the campaign or is behind this campaign? Um, 
I made several attempts to get someone to to speak to the issues that were raised in the article. But long story short, that didn't happen. And my I like to think that they they understand there's a lot of tension around around the initiative. Say more about this tension, because I understand that Ari Lennox, the R and B artist who I love, she had posted some tweets and then deleted them. So Ari Lennox was in Ghana in um, 2021 to perform at Afrochola Festival, which is one of the many events held during the, um, the holiday period. Yeah, I'm still in Ghana. I'm going to move here. going to move here. My friend is looking at land and I'm like, well, maybe I should look at some land too. So I don't know. Sometime when, during her stay, she went to the beach and then she tweeted her experiences. Right. I have the tweet here. She said, I'll never forget suddenly crying the first time going to a beach in Ghana. It was so triggering. I didn't feel alone. My heart ached slash ached for my ancestors. It was a surreal experience. Which felt, in, in a lot of ways, feels good because that's, that's how a lot of people feel mm-hmm. when they visit Ghana for the first time. But some people thought she was doing too much. Uh, someone said, if you don't shut the fuck up. <laughs> are your are your ancestors even from Ghana? <laughs> Black Americans are always making a big deal about Africa and, you know, you should shut up and you don't know what you're talking about. Oh my gosh, like she thinks she had Wakanda and stuff, right? Like they literally mocked her to the point where she deleted all her tweets. And there was a bit of a virtual fight between Ghanaians and then African-Americans. And because of that, Ari decided to delete the tweet. And then she went on to Instagram also and deleted the photos she had posted of herself in Ghana. Wow. I didn't know she deleted the photos that she had taken of herself. Yeah, she did that. Yeah. You mentioned that there was something going on, this arguing that was happening or virtual conflict between Ghanaians and Americans, Africans and Americans, which is, you know, I think there's there's a lot to unpack there because I think there's always like a little bit of a wound that can be reopened with how Africans are perceived in America and uh, vice versa. Yes. So I, I think it goes back to the idea of African-Americans feel like they, they've missed out on living on the continent because the forefathers of of Africans contributed to the slave trade, and because of that, their ancestors had to leave the continent to go live in America under mm-hmm. circumstances that they didn't ask for, where they were brutalized and, and mm-hmm. some other um, terrible things happened to them. So there's always that that tension between Africans on one hand and then African-Americans um, on the other. And so I would say some of the tension comes from from that. Yeah, it's like a, it's like centuries-old trauma. Yes. So, how does this set the stage for Chance the Rapper? That's a big major wave. Hey, hey! Oh, Ghana boys, we out here! Welcome to Ghana, bro. Yeah, what's the beat? So, in 2022, he decided to make it to Ghana. And fortunately for him, because of what happened with um, Ari Lennox, a lot of Ghanaians were very angry and they decided they weren't going to entertain anyone um, bullying any um, celebrity who visits the country or tweets about it. So he came to Ghana, he got to visit um, the Freedom Skate Park, 
which is dedicated to the honor of the late Virgil Abloh because per my understanding, he helped them in, in, in some way or, or form. That's the reason why Virgil was here, it's written on, on the wall of the parks. He was having all of the benefits. He was he was having a good time. And then together with Vic Mensah, who happens to be Ghanaian-American, they went to visit the president of Ghana, Nana Adodankwa Kufuado, which generally is, is, is nice, but people weren't happy about it because their thinking was, how can someone come from wherever he lives and then he gets to meet the president of the country? That's not something that even the, the, the citizens get to enjoy. So there was, there was a question of, do you think Chatawale, who is one of the biggest artists in Ghana, can go to America and, and get to meet Joe Biden? <laughs> That's not going to happen. So why, why are they doing that? So there was a lot of anger because of that meeting. I mean, the President Biden does meet celebrities. Well, he, he, he doesn't meet Ghanaian celebrities. That's what the thinking was. Right, right. So... Chance got to meet a Ghanaian president. A Ghanaian artist can't go to America and get to meet Joe Biden. That's where the trouble came from. So, Gameli, based on your reporting, how do you feel like Beyond the Return is being received? It's been polarizing. That's that's the, I would say that's mm. the response. So, some people think it's great, some people not so much. One of the, the, the main reasons why it's been polarizing is so whenever any of the celebrities visit Ghana or black people in the diaspora visit Ghana, the, the image they send out to the rest of the world is Ghana is paradise, which to an extent is true if you have a lot of money. So for a lot of people, they don't, they don't, they don't have the kind of money to have access to what people who come from, from the diaspora um, have access to. For example, we previously just mentioned that Chance the Rapper got the chance to have a meeting with the president. That's not something that happens for the everyday Ghanaian. Some people don't have access to the, the tourist sites in Ghana because they're not even making that much, not to talk of spending to, to go to a tourist center, or they don't have a lot of money to be able to go rent um, a spacious apartment in, in some pensive area, or they don't generally don't have the status or the money to be able to um, enjoy the stuff that um, the, the celebrities or people in the diaspora have access to. So that's where some of the tension comes from. Right. It's like the paradox of tourism, right? Yes. Like, yes. regardless of where you go, no matter where you go, there's going to be like a stark difference between those who have the access to come into the country and those who are living within the country who can't always enjoy the things. I think also the cost of living in Ghana is is pretty high as well. And so I think that also just speaks to this um, chasm that you're talking about. Exactly. And, and, and when people visit the country, the prices go higher. So you have the situation where locals get mad at the people who come into town and say, because of you, products or services which were already expensive have become more expensive. And the people who are coming to town are saying, well, we didn't ask them to raise the prices. So everyone has an entrenched position and no one is willing to listen to the other side per se. So it's tricky. It's tr- tricky. It's tricky is, the, is, 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 the, is about the only, only way to describe what's happening currently. Mm. Tricky. And I mean... Is there a solution here? Has has anyone brought up like solutions? So 
I want to believe there's a solution, but it's 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 going to involve having everyone on on board and gen- generally speaking to everyone, trying to understand where everyone is coming from and and trying to make good use of that. But as it stands now, it's I want to believe that there definitely is a solution, but it's uh, yeah, it's going to take some time before we get to that space. Special thanks to Ama Ofebia Amponsa, Nadia Neofitu, and the good folks at OK Africa. Vice News Reports is produced by Sophie Kazis, Jen Kinney, and Adriana Tapia. Our senior producers are Ashley Cleek, Sam Greenspan, and Stephanie Kariuki. Our associate producers are Steph Brown, Sam Egan, and Adriana Rodriguez. Sound design and music composition by Steve Bone, Pran Bandy, Natasha Jacobs, and Kyle Murdoch. Our executive producer is Adiza Egan. And the VP of Vice Audio is Kate Osborne. Janet Lee is Senior Production Manager for Vice Audio. Fact-checking by Catherine Barner. Our theme music is by Steve Bone. I'm Ariel Zemros. I know podcast hosts say this all the time, but uh, it's still true. We would love it if you took the time to rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts, because it really does help other people find the show. Vice News Reports drops every Thursday, so be sure to check back in next week.